From Sarasota Memorial, this is HealthCasts, your weekly dose of health information from experts you can trust. Mindful meditation for the family and school-aged children. No, this is something that is fun. It shouldn't be stressful, and this should turn into a fun activity with your family maybe two to three times a week. So what is meditation? Meditation is a process of teaching a mind, body, and soul relaxation. It brings peace and harmony within your life. Well, being a mom of an 11-and-a-half-year-old, that can mean a lot of things. So we all know on a day-to-day basis of getting the kids to school, test, studying on the stress that that brings, even onto the parents. But life is supposed to be fun. Education is supposed to be fun. So if we just every once in a while took a few steps back and took a few deep breaths, we would realize this is easy, this is small, let me memorize these multiplication facts, and life moves on. Meditation also helps with kids with sports. That nervousness that we all get on our day-to-day basis, it can help. It will teach you to breathe and get into the present moment, which is very important, because if we're not in the present moment, it develops fear and anxiety in our lives, which there is too much of that today. Also, It is a way to tune in to yourself, whether it's your child or you, of what you really want. Listening to what your heart wants, making a decision, which sometimes today with peer groups, even as an adult, you make the wrong decision because you want to fit in. And today, we want our kids to be true to themselves. So, what does your child need to meditate? Well, you do not need to have a room with lit candles and a Buddha to meditate. Meditation can happen anywhere. (laughs) You do not even need to let anybody know you're meditating. It's just like going to church. You decide on how you want to make it for you. Also, it does not need to be for a certain period of time. You make it obtainable what is good for your life. It can be Sitting in a chair in the library, just taking a few breaths before you need to take a test. It can be sitting in a parked car before picking the kids up from school. It can be before dinner time where the family sits together and takes a deep breath together to recharge themselves. Or even in the morning, most importantly, to start your day off right. Um, You know, you can have a yoga mat if you really want to make dedicated times and lie down on a mat. It's completely up to you on what you need to meditate. Um, There are some tools and techniques for younger children where you can do a mason jar and put water, glitter, and glue and shake that up and you can watch the glitter go down and that's supposed to be a very calming effect for children. Also, um, imagery. If there's a picture you could put up on the wall to help a child breathe or even yourself, you could use things like that. This is the fun of meditation. You get to make up some of the rules that works for you. So, what will your child and your family, yourself, gain from meditation and the benefits? So, we know whether it's yourself or your child, there are up and downs in life. We come into road bumps every day. There's 
problems. There might be a fight on the playground, there may be you didn't do so good on a test, or you're nervous about going to take a test, or you forgot your homework, or maybe you're going into work and you're flustered because you didn't have a great morning starting off with the kids. Numerous things. So this is what helps you be practical, helps you get into the moment of finding out what do I need to do to bring more harmony into my life? What is really important instead of letting the small things blow up into the big things? So, gaining inner peace. I put this one first because we all look for it. It's something that can't be bought. You know, I, I like the ads around where they have the dogs sitting on the yoga mat with incense burning around them and, you know, the dog's trying to find inner peace. Well, <laughs> you know it's going to find inner peace that way. You have to find from yourself what's going to give you inner peace. If it's sitting outside for five minutes, taking a couple deep breaths to bring yourself into happiness and feeling like, okay, I feel like myself again, that's finding your inner peace. But when you have that inner peace, we don't have the negative talk in our head because those words are very loud. And sadly to say, this is what's happening with a lot of kids today. There's a lot of negative talk because there's so many peers going around. And um, it's something I take into heart knowing that I have a teenager now. Um, you, you hear a lot of different things and it is hard as a parent. So it's something very important for us to practice so our kids can practice it. If we're not practicing it, our kids are not going to be practicing it. And this is something I cannot implement enough how important it is, is that we have to be the change. We have to do this so our kids will practice this and our kids will lead a better life, okay? They will make quicker and better decisions, probably than what we will, because they will know how to listen to their hearts much better, because kids are so resilient, and they're truthful. They will always tell you the truth what's right on their mind, right? <laughs> so the next thing is increased self-awareness. Who doesn't need more self-awareness, right? Just even the confidence. Um, just to focus on your desires of what you want. Um, I know this might be a little bit harder for the little kids, even some elementary school kids, but basically even more for middle school, especially for high school students. They have a lot of decisions to make, you know, between college, sports, tryouts. Um, do they need to be part of this club? They have so many peers to deal with. That if they have good clarity of what they want and who they are, those decisions will be so much better for them. I mean, they will have this confidence that they can do anything, and that's what we want for our kids. Next is becoming grounded and calmer, which is so, so important. I mean, if you're not calm, if you don't feel like you're in the moment and you go to take a test, you're not going to feel good. So imagine if your kids feel that way. So this is why I was saying to try to take a moment in the morning to talk about this in your house. And I know, it, I know it can be hard, but you rush in the morning and there's this and you have breakfast and we're lucky to get out the door and, you know, I, I worry because we're going to forget the soccer clothes for after school. Just maybe making yourself get up a little bit earlier, just a little bit earlier, because I know we all get up so early as it is. It will make the world a difference on how your day will start. Because I know the days that I wake up and I don't allow myself the time, I'm rushing. 
and causes friction. My daughter rushes, and it's a triple effect all the way to school. And then you drop the kids off to school, and you get there, and you're like, what happened to my morning? So if you become grounded and calmer as the day goes, your whole day's going to be like that. You know your kids are going to school, and they're going to do that. Because we set the beat of our, fam of our family, right? So why not let our kids have the best day possible? We deserve to have the best day possible also. So with that being said, when you are feeling calmer, when you are grounded, it's going to fall back into that trickle effect of being able to, one, find your inner peace, to take the time to do that through the day, to have better self-awareness. All these things start coming together with it. It's all a puzzle. That's all it is. We know these things. We just need these flashlights all around us to remind us what we need to do. The next thing is inspiration. You get your creative juices going when you meditate. When you take that time, you could be even using like those adult coloring books and just being like, gosh, this feels good. Or they have all that sensory um, clay and Play-Doh now. Um, there's all different things that you can use that bring creativity to yourself. Um, it could even be just doing a five-minute meditation of imagery where you can draw a picture of the beach in your head and that will remind you, like, wow, like, I like to go shelling. I like to make crafts out of shells. Or it would be, you know, imagery of being in a forest and wanting to build things with wood. It's very important to keep our creativity going. Um, that's a whole other thing that keeps you grounded and calm, to have those hobbies. Because a lot of times we pull away from that because we don't have time because we say, I have to get the laundry done, I have to do this. This is that self-care that comes hand in hand with meditation and stress release. Also, um, insomnia. <laughs> this is like the biggest thing I hear with anybody that I work with anymore, and it kind of saddens me because sleep is so important to our health. And you know when a kid did not have a good night's sleep. Um, I know my daughter doesn't. I always email the teacher, hey, Lucy did not have a good night's sleep tonight. Please, you know, be aware of this. Well, I know I can't write those emails forever, so I have to teach her good habits. Um, there are many types of meditations that help you wind down at night. That is an awesome practice to do as a family. And, you know, it could be sitting on the couch, turning the TV off, and just audibly putting something on. It can be just having a breathing exercise to do, which we will have a meditation today that I'll take you through. There are so many different things you can do before bedtime, and you make them become a habit. The more of a habit it becomes, the insomnia will start going away. Well, there are meditations that you can listen to while you're sleeping also. And the whole idea is that you don't finish listening to the meditation and that you fall asleep. Because many people will be like, well, I don't get to finish listening to it. Well, that's the point. We want you to fall asleep. So this is why also it's important to do meditation in a non-running car if you're sitting in car line. <laughs> because there is a habit of falling asleep out there, moms and dads and caregivers. <laughs> Make sure the car is in park, windows are slightly cracked, and turn the key off because we do not want any um, accidents, please. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's... 
it's amazing what can happen. You know, they say that 20-minute nap reboosts you, but the, the meditation in the middle of the day does the same thing. For some reason, it makes you a little bit quicker with your decisions. Um, so, yes, meditation will help you wind down with your day. Also, let go of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, right? We have those, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have said this, or I should have done this email. you got to turn it off. The day's over. Tomorrow's a new day. Okay? Again, being in the present moment. Let go of the past. Don't worry about the future. Just let it go. Be in the moment. I need to take care of myself and go to sleep. You practice that, your kids are going to practice that. So you're going to hear me say this quite a bit. Also, intuition. Again, your inner self. What you need, what you want, what your family needs. That following the gut feeling. They say moms have the best intuitions. Well, us adults in general, we all have it. And we need to teach our kids that they have it too, because they do. They need to listen to that inside voice for those right choices, because we know there's a lot of wrong choices being made, sadly, today. So the more we can teach our kids to make the proper choices, the better schooling, the better with testing, the better peers, everything will come out of it. So next is happiness. I love this one. This is my favorite one. This is what drew me to meditation about seven years ago. It's finding your inner peace like we talked about, but it's having confidence and it's knowing what you want out of life. And if you're not happy, many things in your life will not go right because you attract what you put out there. And if you're happy, you're going to attract more people that are happy and that are practicing a lot of the same things in your life. And that's what you want, and that's what you want for your children. So if you practice that you're happy, which can be hard sometimes when we have our daily stresses, your kids are going to be happy. You have to be in that present moment to realize that maybe the bills, yeah, they're there, or maybe getting chores done, they're there. But we need to be happy in the moment and enjoy what we have right in front of us, and that are our kids, because they're always not going to be there. They're going to go off to college, and then we're going to be like, where did they go? All this other stress didn't matter. So we have to be the guided examples for them. Next is, it's not an overnight exercise. This is something you have to practice. I'm not even perfect at it. That's why I love talking about meditation. I have meditation sometimes where I'm like, gosh, I couldn't keep my thought. My thoughts were just bouncing all over the place. I couldn't quiet my head today. That's okay. We have days where you go exercising, you don't have a great day exercising. You're like, gosh, that was so hard today, or I, I couldn't keep my pace running. It's okay. You try again. It's something that maybe you have to switch up every once in a while, being like, you know, um, my body's starting to hurt with this exercise. It really doesn't work for me. So, you know, maybe you need to go to more of an imagery type meditation. Or, you know, sometimes people like the crystal sound bowls they'll go listen to, or they realize maybe they need a little bit more help, maybe need background music on, or like essential oils being diffused to really help them. There's so many tools. We're so lucky that we have so many tools that help us get there and find this relaxation that it can be fun, a lot of fun. Um, I know they have for kids now um, necklaces that um, have like, um, like a piece of cork or wood that you can put essential oils on, lavender, that they can hold up to their nose and smell when they feel stressed. Or like citrus is very uplifting. Peppermint, 
Again, keep them awake. So you know your kid has a lot of testing that day. You put peppermint with citrus. It's going to uplift them. Okay? So there's lots of fun. There's lots of information out there. Don't be scared of it. You know, um, also practicing yoga. There's a lot of different movements. When you're testing your kids, there's so many different movements that will help them memorize multiplication facts, states, um, poems, whatever they got to memorize. Because as we know, memorization is not fun, but it is part of school. <laughs> so there's lots of fun yoga poses with that. And not just that, yoga is fun. And if you find practice that you can do together as a family, and I'm not saying you have to go to a yoga studio. This is stuff you can do on your own. You take it to whatever level your heart desires, okay? You can do this at home with yoga practice. Just 15 minutes doing like a downward dog, tree pose. You can make it family partner yoga. It will bring laughter and play. And that's something we lose as adults is play. The more play we have and feel with our family, it brings happiness, right? You're feeling that state of inner peace. There's calmness happening in the family. See how the puzzle pieces are all fitting together? So this doesn't have to be all complicated. So, with that being said, I brought my perfect model, Lucy, with me, my daughter, to show you a few fun yoga poses we do together sometimes before we have to study or if we're having a difficult moment in our house and we need to ground ourselves and recenter ourselves. It's just something fun to do that can change the moment around. Because sometimes when we get hooked into those moments where mom's going and then the kid's going, you got to stop that pattern. You, you just got to stop dropping to yoga sometimes or meditation. Okay? So, with that being said, we see, come on up. So one of our favorite poses is tree pose to do together. Because it's something that you have to help rely on with balance. And every day our balance is different. Okay, just like how every day we have to find inner peace, right? Happiness, the waves roll differently every day. So with that being said, Lucy, let's show us, show us our tree pose here. What do we do, right? So we want the foot to be above or below the knee. You never want to place it on the knee. And it doesn't matter what type of tree you are. Some days you could be a palm tree or a willow tree. Some days you could be a strong oak tree. And the goal is, is to keep reaching up high, smile and breathe, right? And sometimes it's fun to make the wind blow, to sway back and forth, and then find your center, right? Because sometimes the road is not too smooth. We gotta find bumps. Sometimes when you're in tree pose, it's okay to move your arms around or close your eyes to see how centered you feel. So tree pose is also one of those poses that are great for girls for memorization. It's also a great pose for girls to do before taking a test. There are studies out there that girls do much better doing things like this before taking a big test. Boys, of course, is more physical activity. Go for a run, maybe do some burpees or something like that, or you could do sun salutations. So Lucy, can you show us a sun salutation? She's gonna reach up to the sky, go over to a forward fold, down to her chaturanga, her cobra, back down to her downward dog, and then leap forward to reach for the sky. So that is a sun salutation, and that's something we use in our house quite a bit. I use personally for myself to get the energy flowing through the body. So next is sometimes just to hang over into a forward fold. So hanging over to a forward fold, you always want to take the navel towards the spine to keep your lower back safe, especially for us adults. You can take the feet as wide as you like. I like to go a little bit wider, especially through the end of the day. 
You take a nice big breath and hinge from the hips. Good job, Lucy. And you can let the hang, hands hang down low, or you can cradle your arms back and forth as your head dangles low. To let go of the worries of the day. You can shake your head yes and no. Go ahead, Lucy. I always call this, this is the extra sketch, the extra sketch day, the let go of your day. Shake the head around, erase the day, and let it go. I even tell my adult classes that too, because we all need to be reminded of that. What's your favorite yoga pose, Lucy? Tree pose. So there are some seated poses also, butterfly. That's fun to do as you press your feet together. Also coming over into a forward fold. So she's gonna reach forward and reach. So this is great also just to work on the flexibility with the kids, plus they start breathing, bringing them into their mind, body, and soul, getting them connected with their bodies. So sometimes it's fun to do some stretches like this. You can come on up, Lucy. Um, to do fun stretches like this before you do a meditation. Note that you always won't have time to do this, but this is something fun to do at night to wind yourself down before bed. So with that being said, let's go ahead and go into our meditation today. So we have a meditation today about a butterfly, and this is something great for any age. You could draw it to be as visual or imagery as you want. You could take as many pauses as you want with this. Um, I kept it as basic as I possibly could, just so it was easy to do, because meditation can be hard in the beginning if it's overwhelming. That's what I found. And the goal for this is to de-stress, not get stressed while meditating, right? So let's go ahead and sit in a chair, lie down, however you feel comfortable right now, just not in a running car, please. <laughs> um, and close your eyes and just begin to breathe. You can place your hands into your lap. You can place your hands onto your stomach. You can place one to your stomach and one to your heart if you'd like. But just keep the eyes closed softly. So the trick is, is not to fall asleep. So if you need to crack your eyes open just a little bit, you can do so. But the thing is to relax the face. So take a nice big breath in and crunch all the muscles in your face up. And on your exhale, let the muscles relax. So let's start by taking a couple more deeper breaths here for me. Just fill your body up with your breath. Really fill yourself up like a balloon. And feel the breath leave the body. This time as you fill yourself up, as you let the breath out, make a big ah. Let the breath come out of your lips. Each time you breathe out, feel your body becoming loose. Make this a fun breath. Nothing stressful here. Take a few more breaths like this. Keep letting the body become even more loose. Letting the mind become calm. Feel supported by the surface that you are on. Now begin to start breathing normally through your nose. And when you breathe in, think of the word in. And when you breathe out, think of the word out.
Ask yourself, can you hear these words inside of your head, just thinking about them? Make no sounds with your mouth, not moving your lips or tongue. Just breathe in, saying in. Breathe out, saying out. Let's do this a little bit longer. Think in when you take the breath in. Think out when you take the breath out. Feel your stomach become large as you breathe in. Just like a balloon. And feel your stomach deflate as you breathe out. We're going to begin to imagine that you are lying down in green grass, beautiful green grass at a park. You feel the sun shining on your body, keeping you nice and warm. Your eyes are closed, and you're just relaxing, absorbing the sunshine through your body. And as you're breathing in, and then breathing out, you begin to notice there is a butterfly flying around you. Just imagine a beautiful butterfly flying around you, staying as still as you possibly can. It could be any color, have any design on the butterfly. Just imagine this butterfly is fluttering its wings all around you, coming up to the toes. And if you're really paying attention to this butterfly, you can feel the breeze of the butterfly wings up at the toes. And then you can begin to feel the butterfly fly up to the knees. Feel the tingling, tickle effect as it goes up your legs as you're lying down in that grass, very calm and still. If you are not able to imagine this butterfly and what it would feel like, really try deeper to draw a picture of what it would feel like and look like. Begin to imagine this beautiful, colorful butterfly fluttering its wings up to your belly button. Can you feel the tickle of the belly button of the butterfly around you? Try to imagine the wings, what they look like, maybe the texture of the butterfly wings. Can you feel them? You begin to imagine the butterfly fluttering down your arms now. Again, just feeling that gentle flutter around your arms. You begin to imagine the butterfly coming down the hands and your back. All while breathing in and breathing out. Just draw your imagination even deeper of this beautiful butterfly around your body. Now before the butterfly begins to fly by away, 
it wants to wish you a beautiful day. So the butterfly flutters up towards your forehead. You can see the fluttering butterfly in your mind. Just feel the fluttering of the wings. Listen closely to what you might be able to hear. And know when the butterfly is leaving, it is feel, letting you feel calm and happy. Just by lying in the sunshine, in the green grass, having the butterfly flutter by. So now just take a quiet moment and breathe on your own until you hear my voice again. begin to take another breath in nice and deep, not to open up your eyes too quickly. Just move the toes and wiggle the fingers around. And then maybe nod the head yes and no, and slowly open up your eyes just to observe how you feel right now. So that was just a simple few moments on how to calm yourself, and hopefully the butterfly did leave you for a good day. And here's a little quote that I like to give at the end of uh, each meditation. And I think this is really important for our kids to think before they start their school year, is be a fruit loop in a world of Cheerios. It's okay to march to your own beat. It's okay to have your own sense of humor because we're all created differently and not to be ashamed of that. So this was just a fun, beautiful meditation, but there are simple ones that you don't have to be as in-depth as this. Um, rainbows are very important to deal with because that deals with the colors of um, solar plexus, our chakras, which is a whole other thing to do with yoga that's fun to learn with the kids. But you could take each color of the rainbow and just focus on breathing in that color through your body, feeling the color expand through your body. So going through your red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. And no, no matter if you're a kid or an adult, Start small. Just start with a little bit of time and gradually grow your time with your meditation time because it is a practice. I cannot emphasize that enough. And please do this with your kids. Make the time. Make this your pack when you start your school year. I know in our house, I always go, it's like a New Year's resolution. How do I want to start my year off right? Well, we organized the desk and we got everything together and did stuff for lunch to make life easy, but also I always try to bring more mindfulness into the house because as a busy mom, I understand how difficult it can be. But the more you do it, the better it's going to be for you and your family. I cannot stress enough. So again, thank you so much, and I hope to see you visit me at HealthFit. Thank you for listening to today's show. For more information on today's topic, please visit smh.com. Follow us on your favorite social media network.